Hi, I'm Beck Rayner, and this is the Military Wife Life podcast, a podcast that celebrates, empowers, supports, and embraces the spouses behind the military members by building connections, acknowledging our strength, focusing on self-care and our mental health. Let's do this together. Want to join a bank that just gets Defence Life? Defence Bank is one of Australia's largest customer-owned banks. They have 33 on-base branches across Australia, an award-winning banking app that allows you to do all your banking wherever, whenever, and Defence Bank offers competitive products and services tailored for ADF members and defence spouses. Visit defencebank.com.au today and see how easy your banking can be. Welcome to the 100th episode of the podcast. Can you even believe it? What a journey this podcast has taken me and all of you on. There is so much to celebrate this week. Two years of the podcast, 100 episodes and 50,000 downloads. But what this week's milestones actually mean is that for two years, this podcast has been supporting me and has been supporting you. It means that we have all listened to 100 episodes of defense partners telling their stories, being seen and heard, allowing us to share in the ups and downs of military life, allowing us to feel that little bit less alone, providing us with advice, information and insight, so much great insight, acknowledging all that we do and sacrifice and juggle And most importantly, for two years and 100 episodes, the podcast has been connecting us. So get comfy and enjoy listening to some of the best advice, words of wisdom, tips and tricks, insider info, real talk from a handful of defense partners who have previously shared their spouse journey with us. Here's Military Wife Life, the podcast, episode 100. And what have you learned, I guess, along the way? Um, the first thing I learned is, you know, everything will change. Don't, don't have a plan, you know. And that is hard for me because I like to be organised and I like to have things in order, but, you know, not everything is going to remain the same. I've also learned, you know, you're not just a girlfriend. As much as I was a girlfriend, you know, I think I really helped him through those really hard times. And like your family's there and even if you're not recognized or anything like that, you are so much more than just a girlfriend, you know, because you play a really important role in their journey in the defense because there's so much happening for you. There's so much happening for him and you've got to really work together. And it's a big thing that you go through when you decide to be, or really decide, but, you know, when you are a defence partner, there's so many things happening and it's a really big commitment to take on. So you're not just a girlfriend, you're something so much more. So any advice for people that are, you know, have just said goodbye to their military person who's just gone off to recruits or they're just on, you know, the first couple of weeks journey and are just kind of feeling their way through and getting to know what it's about being a defence spouse? As much as people will say it to you, it does get easier. Like at first I didn't believe it. Everyone was telling me it gets easier. And I was like, no, it's never going to get better. It's always going to be like this, but it isn't. It's going to be so rewarding. And as much as it's hard, it's a really great career. I can see how happy it makes my partner and look at where I am. Like I didn't know last year that I'd be living with my partner in Victoria away from my home. Like it'll take you so far and as much as it's hard, it'll really help you grow. 
nothing is final till it's actually happened. So he's not home until he's actually home. Like he was supposed to be home so many times and so many things change all the time. So like you've got to make plans, but you've got to have backup plans and then backup plans to the backup plans and things will change. So you just got to roll with it. You can't, I don't know, you've got to adjust your expectations of what's actually going to happen when somebody says this is going to happen. It doesn't mean it will. Luke went from being from deploying overseas to not deploying overseas six times in one day and then he didn't go um, while he was on pre-deployment training. So there's big things that can happen, but it doesn't happen until it happens. <laughs> so you've got to have an open mind. What have you learned, I guess, about defence life along the way in the last couple of months? I've learned that everyone's there to help and everyone's in the same situation. I guess when I was younger, I didn't really quite understand that and felt quite isolated. You know, there's lots of people that feel that isolation. So I, I often now try to reach out to new people. It's hard when you first start to know that everyone is in the same situation you're in. You don't really understand that. And when the going gets tough, everyone just bands together. They're there to help. Even if you don't know the person, they'll drop food off to you or, you know, they'll send you a message or they'll come and babysit a kid, even if they have no idea and never met you before. But they understand and they know exactly how you feel most of the time. I guess the defence life is as rewarding as it is stressful, surprising. I'd say almost every emotion that you could feel you do experience when you're a part of the defence life. But I mean, at the end of the day, it is so rewarding to see your partner, your loved one, your family member really excelling in something that they love doing. And I'm just so proud of him. I know the defence life hasn't been easy on me and I'm sure he'll say he's so proud of me for adjusting and sticking by him, especially being at a young age and going through the ups and downs, I think he'd say that I'm more of the rock but I really do admire him for everything he's done I also admire all the people in the defense life I see people on Facebook for homecoming events I see them on the news when there's a news story about them and I just think the defense lifestyle can be so rewarding and so special I know at times it must be so difficult but at the end of the day it's a career that they want to do and it is so rewarding especially March out or Anzac days, it just makes me so happy. I have learned a lot, not just about him, but also about just life in general, which probably really sounds cliche, but I just think as rough and tough as the defence life can be, it's also rewarding. What have you learned along the way? Obviously, you've been a defence spouse for a fair while. Don't bottle things up try to talk to people about it if you're feeling a bit overwhelmed about your partner going away. I know a lot of people that will just not ask for help while their partner's away, but I always feel like, I, I, and I always say to them, please don't hesitate to come and talk to me if you need a hint. Like, I'm here. I'm here for you. I Like, I've been there. So I guess just connecting with other spouses if their partners are overseas in the same or like anywhere um, away with your husband, I suppose they kind of understand they're in a similar situation. So just talking to them about it. Yeah. And I guess, you know, if you putting yourself in the position of someone else who is, you know, needing help, but not able to ask it, 
put yourself in the other person's position. If someone came to you and asked for help, it's not like you would say no, you know, you've been there, done that. So you would obviously coming from their position, be there with open arms for them. Yeah, exactly. And even telling them like of what I know about who they, they can access, you know, like community defense, community access of the ones that I know, I guess. So just telling them about that. Yeah. I mean, it's not easy, but I think communicating with others does help to, yeah. But yeah, yeah, you're right at night when you're by yourself and if you don't have kids, it'd be very quiet. And it was, it was very quiet, but yeah, I just, I still talk to people at night. Like when my husband was away, I would talk to my mum or talk to a friend um, or get people to come over. Yeah, for sure. I think mindset seems to be very important. I think you can walk into this thinking, and it's the way I walked in, was that defence was taking my husband away, that I was very upset the day that he enlisted and had to give his oath and, I guess, allegiance to the Queen. That really upset me because I was thinking, it, you're breaking our marriage vows, like you promised me forever and in sickness and in health, and now you're agreeing to not perhaps be there with those moments. So I really struggled at the start, but I think having the mindset of that, yes, it's hard, but there is a positive from this or, you know, how can you as an individual grow from that or the mindset just needs to shift. If you can shift your mindset from a really negative aspect and try and find the positive in it, that helps. And I guess just looking at it as in, you know, defense is a mistress that you know about. <laughs> like, like you said, you know, you're, you're bringing this into our marriage sort of thing. It's like, yeah, they do, you know, obviously defense becomes like their other partner sort of thing. Like it's part of your family. It's part of their lives. It's entrenched sort of thing, but you know about them. It's not a secret. This mistress is sometimes very needy. Yes. As opposed to I have. <laughs> yeah. And sadly, sometimes they take priority over our needs as a family. But yeah, it's that, that positive mindset of, but this is what Luke wants to do for me. You know, if, if he's outfield for two weeks and it's hard, at the end of the day, he is still happy going to work. And that is so much more important than any minor little thing I might be upset about at home. I would say definitely reach out to your local community, make some defence family friends, um, try and, um, yeah, just try and get within the community so you, you, you don't feel so alone, especially when your partners go away. I think that's the most important thing that, that I could, you know, if I could go back in time and when we first moved here, that's what I would have made my priority. It would be to reach out, you know, the families up here or in defense in general are just amazing they'll welcome you with open arms they get it they're supportive they're good people and they're probably friends that you'll you'll keep for life because they're traveling all over australia we're traveling all over australia and nobody else gets that but us and what have you learned along the way what can you what kind of wisdom can you impart on anyone that's listening that isn't as far into the journey as you or is just starting out in defence life? Take it as it comes. There will be really, really hard days and you think, like I did yesterday, that this is it. We seriously cannot, this cannot happen type thing. And then the next day it happens and everything calms down. So I just take it as it comes. Nine out of ten defence spouses wish they found out about defence banks sooner. 
Okay, I might have just made that up and they do sponsor my podcast, but I've checked them out and I think they're worth a look just for their banking app alone. It's award-winning, has cool features like fast same-day payments, card alerts and controls, and pin change functionality, savings roundups, Apple Pay, Google Pay, Fitbit Pay, Garmin Pay, the list goes on. Oh, and if you really want to go to a branch, you can. There are 33 on-base branches across Australia. Banking as a defence spouse doesn't have to be hard. For more info, visit defencebank.com.au. We make the most of every posting that we can. So even if we move somewhere and it's just not my favourite place to be, like Canberra is just too far from the beach. But we've made the most of it and now we're moving back near the beach. So I'm like, if you just make the most of everything while you're there, embrace everything, get included in everything. You know, if they have a coffee morning and you can go, go. Even if you don't know anyone, even if you're scared or worried, message someone who's going and just say, will you meet me at the front door or put a post, you know, a comment in. Uh, we've actually done that. There's been a few wives that have said, look, I'm not comfortable coming by myself. We said, fine, message me and we'll meet you at the front door. We don't know them, but now we do. So I think just embrace the life, embrace it for what it is. It's like I said, there's bad, there's good, but just go with, go with what you can. resilience like even even my four-year-old we've had a lot of roadblocks and twists and turns and cliffhangers all the way through the military storyline over the last 10 years and we just you know you get up and you just keep going and you know what the defense is such a hurry up and wait even even this week I was asking okay it's Anzac Day on Sunday what's the plan and it's not sure yet, but everything's like that. It's a bit, it's definitely hurry up and wait. But another thing I've learned is relationships are everything. Between the relationships my husband's created in the defence and the ones I have created through that as well, they really care. The boys will come around here with a case of beer and sit out the back and whatnot, but they're always walking to the house with the utmost respect and they really, they check in on me and I've built a relationships there that I can reach out to them and if something's not going the way we really want it to, I can give them a call and say, what do I say to him? How do you think he is? So those relationships within the military system that is such an important thing just the relationships so any parting words for military spouses out there about to embark on this journey I think what will be will be as I said it will just it will all work out in the end and you just can't some things you cannot predict at all and there's always going to be a curveball with defense life and you just have to accept it basically and there's enough people here you can whinge to on Facebook or in person and there's always going to be someone who'll be like oh yep I've had a similar experience you know feel free to whinge to me I can completely understand what you're going through. And so what have you learned along the way? Like what can you, what advice can you give to others who maybe are just starting the journey of being a defence spouse? And, and I guess maybe especially to those defence partners who maybe ha- have a disability or have special needs that need to be considered and I guess giving them some advice as to not letting that stop them from doing what they want to do. I would suggest as soon as you can get yourself recognised as dependents with special needs. So 
if there are anything that is available directly to your disability, you are recognized and are entitled to it. I highly recommend it. It was a bit of a journey to get to being recognized because it does involve doctor's appointments. In my case, it required a letter from not only my optometrist, but my ophthalmologist to confirm my diagnosis, my abilities and disabilities. It does sound like when you've got something like a sensory disability, like what I do have, that you think, okay, I've done all this work to make myself better. You've sort of got to undo it to make yourself recognized appropriately. Definitely take everything with a grain of salt and I guess not try to harp on the bad things and always try to look at the positive. And I know that that's super cheesy to say, or but definitely for me, it's always been communication is huge. And I feel like even if your partner or your husband doesn't know the answer, also doing those self-care things and making sure you're taking time out for yourself. And another thing is community. And it's not just defense community. It could be anything. Having friends, having support, it is such a huge thing. And it is something that is needed. No one can live this life without having somebody to be their backbone in the end of it or needing a cup of milk type situation with your neighbors. You know, it is such an important thing to know them or to know people around your area or have a support system in place. Just putting yourself out there, even though sometimes it feels uncomfortable, but you just never know where it might lead. It might lead to that best friend that you found or a neighbor that ends up being a, a great person to confide in or whatever it might be. Even if you have a plan, it will change. Be flexible. If you've got a family event and it's in the calendar and they say they're going to be home, don't be surprised if they're not home. (laughs) Be able to go to lots of events uh, by yourself and be okay with that. Some of my girlfriends are like, do you even have a boyfriend or do you even have, like, is Dave actually real? Like, we never see him. I'm like, he's a military man. He will be here. If he's home, if he's away or the plane gets broken, he's wherever he may be. So the key, I guess, is to still do your own thing. And if they're home, then it's a bonus. And what about what have you learned along the way of being, you know, a spouse after a few years, you kind of get some tips and tricks under your belt. What have you learned along the way? I've definitely learned to step out of your comfort zone. Even if you don't want to go out and meet people, do it anyway. There's people that you're not going to like and there's people that you're not going to get on with. And I've kind of learned to accept that. Like I don't have to be a people pleaser all the time. If I don't get on with people, then that's totally fine. And I learned to ask for help when you need it you don't have to do everything by yourself there are people there that can help you yeah for sure just being able to put your hand up for that help because people can offer it but it's accepting it exactly yeah 100% you're a few years into it what can you tell us about what you've learned along the way definitely expect the unexpected you know, people tell you that you're never going to be able to plan in defence life. And I think that's probably true. It's very difficult to plan around defence and movements and posting and that kind of thing. So I think it's just being able to let go of what you can't control and focusing on what you can control. I just always have to remind myself to focus on what I can control. So myself and what I do in the day to day and my mental health and my self-care. So that's what I can control and the rest will eventually fall into place. 
what is some of the wisdom that you can impart on others that might just be starting the journey or in a similar position to you? What have you learned along the way? Two things I think are really important. The first one is try to figure yourself out first. Do some inward reflection on what you need and like and have to have to keep sane. And secondly, don't wait. A lot of it is hesitation, contemplation, thinking about doing things and not taking action, um, whether it be from fear, like you said, exhaustion. You know, the first step is always the hardest in reaching out for help, support, a network, whatever it may be. So just don't hesitate on that first step. So the sooner you get it out of the way, the better off you will be. And the funny thing is you end up, once you've taken that first step and, you know, you make that one friend or you connect in with another business owner or someone that just, you know, is on the same level, you draw energy from that. So it's like, it's a catch 22 in order to get out there. You kind of, you know, you have to like pull your socks up and go, okay, I'm just going to force myself to do it sometimes because I know I need it, but I'm, you know, I don't really want to do it or I don't have the energy or, you know, I'm nervous or whatever it is. But then once you do it, you kind of gain confidence from it and energy from it and it keeps you going. It's interesting. I've had someone say to me, oh, I've not reached out or I've not connected because I don't want to have to maintain those friendships or have to keep going to these things because I'm busy or whatever the case may be. But what I say to that is that you don't have to maintain. You don't have to keep going. As long as you've met someone or know someone, there will come a time where you'll need to reach out and you'll have someone. doesn't mean you have to maintain it or force yourself to do things you don't want to do all the time. It's just when you need it, there will be someone. Have you got any advice for someone about to become a military spouse? Like watch they know or just close your eyes and wing it? I suppose it would be not to have any expectations because it is a big eye-opener and it's something, you know, you think your partner's just getting a new career, but it's not. It's such a lifestyle change and I suppose you've got to be really prepared that it does affect every part of your life you think that it wouldn't. So yeah, that would probably be my main advice is not to have too much expectations and just realise that this is more of a lifestyle change rather than a career change. And everyone's involved. Yes. I so hope you are able to relate or take something away from today's episode. There are definite ups and downs to military life, but let's get the conversation happening so we can see that we are all in this together. We are all just doing our best. So until next week, you got this. Let's do this together one day at a time. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this episode has touched you, helped you, or given you that extra confidence to keep going, to continue to hold down the home front, to continue to do all the things, I would so appreciate it if you could pop into Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review, a comment about what you would like to hear more of, or just some encouraging words. If you want to suggest a guest, I am always looking for new people to talk to. You can do that by jumping over to the website www.militarywifelife.com.au and clicking on our podcast page. I would love to hear from you. 